Happy holidays, everybody. I am your host for the episode, Kyle Clifford. And I'm your co-host, Cassidy. And this is Dave. So we're doing things a little different today because we've done a draft before, so it's going to look a lot more like the Adam Sandler episode. We have no singular movie we're going to tackle, but we're going to do a Christmas movie draft. So we're going to be talking about a bunch of movies, and at the end of it, you guys are going to decide who wins. Now, we did this once with Adam Sandler one, as I said before, and you beat me. Yes, I did. Pretty handedly. It was like 67 to... It was like 60... Three to thirty-seven percent, and you had the sixty-three percent. Yeah, and uh, you know, there's been some change in upper management on my side, <laughs> and so uh, I think I think I'm I'm gonna pick closer in line with what I think the people want versus what I actually want. That's how you win. That's how you win. I'm gonna borrow your strategy. I'm gonna cheat to win. But I must say, the movies that I picked in the Adam Sandler draft are all my favorites. So I think I just tend to be with the general audience. That's fair. I also decided to take Uncut Gems as my first pick and just couldn't, I just didn't need to do that. No. I've learned from my mistakes. I could have waited until the later rounds to take that, but I just was so worried about you taking it (laughs) that I was like, I need to get this off the board. And there were many other suitable number one picks. Yes. That I just glossed over because I was like, I gotta get Uncut Gems. That won't happen tonight. Missy, I'm coming to play and I'm coming to win. I think it's fun when you genuinely pick your favorites because then we just like can see like who the audience aligns with more. It's you. It's almost going to always be you. That's why you want me to do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You want me to pick what I want, what the audience wants because it's an easier path to victory. I'm in your head. I know what you're thinking for this and I'm ready. So before we get into that, we didn't really have a date night this week. We each kind of did our own thing. Yep. You went to a drag show with your cousins, and I watched movies and played the new Pokemon DLC. So yep. it was a, a separate date night. It was like a, an alone date night. Like we just yeah. did our own thing. And then and then Sunday, I even did my own thing too. Yeah. Sunday, I went Christmas shopping. Kyle stayed home. Yeah, I'm not a Christmas guy, as I've made it abundantly clear, so I won't, you know, bore you guys to death with that. But Cass is a very good gift giver, even though she's going to sit here and say she's not. She is a good gift giver, and so she wants to go the extra mile and, like, go out and get these gifts, because she always feels like she doesn't get enough gifts, and she has to go get more gifts. And I'm more of a, you go do your thing, and I'll hang back here for uh, support if you need to call me. (laughs) That's about, that's my job during Christmas time. But we both like it that way. Yeah. Because you get to wander around freely and like... Not you know, feel rushed. Not feel rushed because I'm definitely that type of guy that's like, we're here, we go to Target and it's like, we are going to get this, this, this and we're leaving. <laughs> yes. And you are the person that's like, well, to get to that aisle, I have to go through these four aisles, I have to look around and we just... It makes everything easier if we just don't go shopping together. Yeah, Kyle's just always like, well, that's not what we came for. Put it back. That is probably why I love saying that to you and watching you start to hate me a little bit more every time. You're just like, this <laughs> son of a bitch. Like, you'll look at me and I can see the look in your eye where you're just like, shut up. I'm like, just shut up. <laughs> yeah. That's not the point of Target. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've learned my lesson that though, like when we go to Target, that is what Target is for. 
Target is for you to just wander around in and get lost for four hours. Right. And I've accepted that. So I feel like it's just best if I don't go yeah. shopping with you. We just shop so differently. Yes. Even grocery shopping is like, I'm like, if we cut this in half and I take half this, you take the other half, we could get through this. And you're like, well, we could just wander around right. together. And I'm like, I don't want to do that. And when I went Christmas shopping on Sunday, I kind of had a little, like a general idea of what I was looking for. But not, like, I wasn't like, I'm going to get this exact thing. Like, mm. I was just wandering around, seeing what caught my eye. Right. And that would not have been for you. No, it's not for me. I was jealous, though, that you got to see the reindeer. I did. I forgot they had the reindeer there. And I, yeah. that was like, when you sent me the picture of the reindeer, I was like, fuck, I should have gone and just, like, hung out with the reindeer all day. That would have been dope. <laughs> so if anyone's confused, I went to L.L. Bean. <laughs> <laughs> and L.L. Bean has, every year for Christmas, they have a whole... Christmas setup. Yeah, I didn't do... I just started talking about reindeers. There's yeah. a whole thing behind it. It's not like they're yeah. just random reindeer in a field. Yeah. But, um... So, like, I, I think, like, every year they have reindeer. For sure. Um, And, and a little then, skate rink, too. No. They didn't do that this year? No skate rink this Whoa. year. They had, um... What's the things where you slide the discs and you do the sweeping? Curling? Yeah. Oh, my fuck, man. I love curling. <laughs> This, I should have gone with you. I missed out on everything. This is why I need to go with you. <laughs> you could miss out on all the fun the whole stuff. Time. Yes, I would have. I love curling. No, but it was a lot of it was a lot of fun. Um, when does this episode come out? It'll Friday. be Friday. Yeah, so like this will be our go home Christmas episode. So I can't reveal things because I was just, I was gonna <laughs> I was gonna talk about my day. So I went to Ella Bean. I got a couple things for people there. If you know us personally, you need to skip ahead about five minutes. One, I'm not. I'm going to be so vague. One of the, one of those presents could be personalized. Mm-hmm. So while it was getting personalized, I don't know why I'm putting so much emphasis on the P and personalized. <laughs> but while I was getting personalized, <laughs> proceeds to do it again. <laughs> it's probably like popping the mic so bad. It is. I can see it from here. <laughs> um, I had two hours to kill, mm. so I had already done most of my sh- most of my Christmas gifts, looking, buying. So I visited a few more stores, and I still had an hour left. So I went to a, this cute little cafe. Yeah. And I just sat in there by myself, had a Thanksgiving sandwich. Which I was also jealous of that. I was jealous of the food and the activities there. And an eggnog latte. Mm. And I just had myself a perfect little Christmas shopping day. We're an eggnog family, by the way. Yes. Like, we like eggnog in this house. Yes. Yeah. This is my first time actually Christmas shopping in person in a couple years, though. Yeah, that tracks, though. I was about to say, are you sure? But that tracks, because we were traveling so much last year. Yeah. And the year before that, and it was, like, ordered, still COVID-ish. Because we were traveling, I ordered everything online, right. and had it shipped to my parents' Which kind of ruined the surprise, too, of, like, what they were getting for Christmas, because we had to go somewhere. So it's, like, right. it had to go to them, you know what I mean? Yeah, So because last year, we obviously didn't want to bring home more than what we had in our car. Right, we had just no room. So everything, all the Christmas presents had to be bought online and sent to my parents, because we literally got home, like what two days three days before christmas if that it was like we were cutting it close yeah and so i actually got to go out and walk around this year i cut it close too i've never i've never been such a late yeah christmas gift buyer the time got away from us it did it was a lot it was a lot to handle we moved 
beginning of November. Right. Got settled into our apartment, got kind of settled into our jobs. Right. Like we hit a groove and you start to get into it, like finally get into a groove. And, and it's like, like, oh, fuck, it's Christmas, Christmas time. Is yeah. Next week. I keep forgetting that. And you brought the, who we were talking to someone. I think it was Chase and Ashley. We were talking to your brother and, and his girlfriend. And we were like, can you, like, Christmas is this weekend. Christmas is six days away. It's insane to think about because it just yeah. doesn't feel like it. Also, it's been raining. You know what I mean? Like, there's no snow. I know, there's we have no, no snow in Maine. And it's there's no snow, which does take away sad. from the fun. So, off of that subject, let's jump into what we're doing. Are you ready? Yes. Ready for this draft? Sorry, I just clicked my pen. But I just, <laughs> I just want to say I am so sad that this is the final episode of Christmas Movie Month. Yeah, it is. This is it. We're wrapping it up. Wrapping it up. How do you feel about that? I know it makes you sad, but I was just sad. I know it makes you sad, sad, but I meant like why? Like you can watch Christmas movies all year. You can't. You can't. Because then there just won't be a special one that is Christmas time. I disagree. I think four Christmases works. No. All year round. No. You can't watch a Christmas movie. Like I will probably watch The Grinch every single so me and Kyle do this thing where every single night for bed we pick the movie mm-hmm. for bed. Oh my god. And I'll probably pick the Grinch every single night I get the drives option me, to until Christmas time. Drives me crazy. And we're not even watching it. That's the thing. Well, it's you stay you movie. stay up long enough that you watch like half of it and then you fall asleep. Kyle will literally be eyes closed sleeping. I'll pick something. He'll look up to see what I picked and be like, ah, not this. It's because it's always the Grinch. It's like you're literally... Asleep. I listen to it for like five minutes before I fall asleep. I have the gift of just as soon as my head hits the pillow, honestly, like I'm out. Yeah. I'm out. I'll so be, let's get let's go ahead and sorry. get into this. I'm so sidetracked. I'll be exhausted all day long, but when it t- comes time to actually lay my head down and go to bed, I want to do everything. Yeah, I'm the exact opposite. I start to get tired like an hour before bed, and then my head hits the pillow, and I'm dreamland. I'm in la la land. Yeah. But. We're not here to talk about our dreams. We're here to talk about Christmas <laughs> movies. So let's go ahead and jump into our Christmas movie draft. It's time for the announcement. Okay, okay people, tomorrow morning, 10 a.m., Santa's coming to town. Santa! Oh, my God! Santa here? I know him. I know him. So how this is going to work is we have six categories of movies. Each category is a specific meaning. There are between like four and six movies for each category. And what we're going to do is we're just going to alternate taking picks. Um, You don't have to pick from a specific category in any order. It's whatever order you want. And as Cass and I have just hashed out, uh, she's actually going to pick first because she (laughs) won the last draft, the Adam Sandler one, thanks to you uh, voters. So she's actually going to get the first pick. But before we do this, I'd like for Cass (laughs) to run down and read not each movie, but each category okay. and give a brief description of what each category is. <laughs> okay. So, category one is Christmas classics. So, that's just the movies that you think of when you think of Christmas. Yeah, time. it's just the movies that are like when you when, when it's Christmas morning, you're probably going to put one of these bad boys on. Yeah, I just want to say Kyle made up these categories and yeah. now he's making me explain the names. You won. You get so. to go first. So you got to explain everything. And you came up with one of these. And I know you're super proud yeah. of it. So. Yeah, I did. Um, actually, two of them. Um, and then we have Ho, Ho, Ho. These are Santa-based yeah. movies. 
that's the Santa. It's either like Santa's the main character or it's about Santa. Santa. Yeah. Pretty straightforward category. And then we have a cartoon Christmas. So this one was a little challenging because I know a couple of these were like our Christmas classics. And I was like, do I put them here? Do I put them in Christmas classics? Yeah. And I said, fuck it. We'll just make a whole Christmas cartoon category. Because this wasn't one of the original categories I had. We had like eight categories at one point. I was like, we got to get rid of some of these. So if you're stumped by what this category is about, (laughs) it's about cartoon Christmas movies. These names aren't clever. I never claimed they were clever. Then we have Christmas Adjacent. Mm-hmm. This is about movies that take place around Christmas time, but the main theme isn't necessarily Christmas. Yeah. It's my favorite category, to be honest. There's now, a hint of Christmas here, a hint of Christmas there, but the main story is not Christmas. And I can already tell there's going to be a controversial one in there. Is it Die Hard? No, it's Home Alone. Oh, yeah, that's a Christmas movie. It's a Christmas movie because it happens at Christmas. But the main focus is the fact that these two men are trying to break into Kevin's house. I, I suppose. It's adjacent. It's adjacent. Um, and then these two categories are the ones I came up with the names for. Much more creative. <laughs> oh, there we go. We have <laughs> Happy Holidays. There we go. Which is about, like, comedy Christmas movies. Yeah. Yeah. And then Netflix and Claws, which is a spin on Netflix and Chill. I don't think you have to explain the joke to people. I think they'll get it. When you explain it, it immediately becomes not funny anymore. And it's... <laughs> You're such a goober. And it's Christmas movies that were created... By streaming service. Like, it was originally going to be Netflix. I realized, though, that there weren't a lot of Netflix original Christmas movies. So it's Netflix and Claws. But it is just, like, streaming service exclusive. So Netflix, Hulu, Disney+, Plus, um, that whole, like, category of streamer. If they made an original movie, I tried to put it on here. Okay. All right, and uh, I mean, let's get into this. It's time. There's no beating around the bush. It's your pick. You're on the clock. My number one pick. It will always be my number one pick. I'm going to go category one, Christmas classic, The Grinch. (laughs) My five-star Christmas movie. The, 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 the Grinch. Jim Carrey is... The Grinch. I knew you were going to take that first, for sure. I mean, the it has to be. 2000s version. The Grinch Who Stole Christmas. How the Grinch Stole Christmas. It's just The Grinch. To me, it is just The Grinch. <laughs> like, I know the 2018 one's actually called The Grinch. Right. So, because uh, I was very confused when I was Googling it. I was like, why is the 2018 version Isn't one that it? keeps popping up? But it makes sense because it's called The Grinch. Isn't it actually Dr. Seuss's How the Grinch Stole Christmas? Yes. That is how, that's actually what the title is. Dr. Seuss's How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Anyway, that... We don't have to spend too much time talking about that episode, or that uh, movie, because we have episodes just dedicated to Just go listen to, to our Grinch episode. Yeah, go like two episodes back behind this, listen to that episode, you'll hear our very differing opinions on these movies. <laughs> so now Cass ha- cannot draft from that category. She is... Taking it off the board for Which herself. sucks, because there's some pretty good movies in that category. I tried to make it tough... But I figured you'd probably go with How the Grinch Stole Christmas. I mean, Christmas. the Grinch is 
a five star movie. I'm not gonna so lie to you, it like never even to. like popped into my head to take that as like a pick. You could have saved that for last. Really? I just would have never. Oh my god! That I thought you would have tried to steal that for me. No, no. The Grinch is everyone's favorite Christmas movie. That's not true. <laughs> You're killing me here. So it's my pick. And I feel like I need... I want to take one from Christmas Classics, but I'm not going to, mainly because I know you can't pick from there again. So there's no point. And I'm going to take one that I don't think you're super high on that. I don't think it's going to like bother you if I take it. But I'm going to take, from a cartoon Christmas... A Charlie Brown Christmas. Isn't there anyone who knows what Christmas is all about? We need a Christmas tree. A great, big, shiny aluminum Christmas tree. That's what Christmas is all about, Charlie Brown. Merry Christmas, Charlie Brown! That's a cute one. So when... We talked about the Rudolph episode. I brought up how Rudolph is one of my favorite Christmas movies up there with the Charlie Brown Christmas. Mm -hmm. It's just classic. I mean, that Christmas tree, you don't even have to have watched a Charlie Brown Christmas to know that like when you see a a rinky-dink Christmas tree, everyone goes, that's a Charlie Brown Christmas tree. Right. Like you go to work and someone has like the three, it's like two feet tall. You're like, that's the Charlie Brown Christmas tree. Yeah. And like the music in it is just classic. The other day, we actually got a Christmas card from your grandmother, yeah. and it had the Peanut song in it. And we were trying to mimic their dances. The like that movie, it's it's a short movie. It's got to be like less than Which an hour, but know. it just like it hit me and cemented into my brain. <laughs> like just like when it's Christmas time, it's Charlie Brown time. Um, I don't know if you heard my grandmother say this when I was on the phone with her. She said, "You better be practicing the dance moves." So you can show her at Christmas time. For me? <laughs> yeah. I was trying to bust it out. I was like, I could figure this out. She's like, like figure, dust off the tap shoes. Figure out all the dance moves from that song. <laughs> she wants to see it at Christmas time. I'll do my best. I will not let her down. I will do my best. <laughs> but I mean, like, you, like, there's no way people have seen this movie and didn't like it. It's just charming. Mm-hmm. It's sweet. It's got the gang together. Snoopy's in it. And what more could you ask? Right. Also, one of my I have a, one of my favorite shirts my dad used to have when I was growing up. It was one of those shirts that like he never really wore it, but it was way too big for me because I was like a child. Child, I was like five. And, he loved to wear and there's it. a picture of me at like five years old, standing, just standing there facing the camera, and it's that shirt. It's like the Charlie Brown Christmas tree, and he's standing next to it, and he looks sad. <laughs> and I'm just have this ear to ear grin, and it's like four sizes too big, so it's like yeah. a dress on me, and I'm just like staring at the camera. I loved that shirt growing up. I used to sneak into my dad's room all the time. Into my my parents' room. Not just my dad's room. (laughs) But into my parents' room all the time when I was little to get my dad's shirts for bedtime. I'd like go walking across the hall. My parents' floor is creaky as hell. So they definitely were in the living room hearing me creak across their floor just to get one of my dad's big (laughs) t-shirts. Because that was my favorite thing to sleep in. That's what kids do. My favorite thing to sleep in. I should have done this before I picked. Uh, but in the category of A Cartoon Christmas, we have my pick, obviously, A Charlie Brown Christmas. We also had Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas, Polar Express, Frosty the Snowman, the 2009 version of A Christmas Carol, It's Nightmare Inducing, and The Nightmare Before Christmas. If I didn't pick Charlie Brown Christmas, I would have been happy with Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas. That is also just an absolute classic. Just a banger. Yes. Okay, so now we can move into round two. 
We didn't go over what I picked, well, the Christmas classics either, technically. Yeah, read those off. What do we have in that category? In the Christmas classics category, we have A Christmas Story, A Christmas Carol, Elf, The Grinch, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, and National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. To me, those are the classics. Mm-hmm. TBS runs a 48-hour marathon of A Christmas Story. Yeah. Leading up to Christmas Eve, they play a National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation a hundred times. Like, these are just absolute class. We watched Elf the other day. Mm-hmm. And it was the first time I didn't want to gouge my eyes out while watching it. And mainly because <laughs> I didn't really pay attention. Uh, but yeah, those are just like, those to me, when I think of Christmas, those are actually the movies that come to mind as like the most popular, I feel like. Yeah. Alright, so for my second pick, I'm going to go with... The Ha Ha Happy Holidays oh. category. Okay. The movies in this category are Four Christmases. Yeah, the best Christmas movie ever. Christmas with the Cranks, Spirited, Just Friends, Jingle All the Way, and Paul Blart Mall Cop. And I am going to go with Christmas with the Cranks. Fuck. Such a good pick. In this friendly little town, there lived an enchanting family named the Cranks. Every year, they would celebrate Christmas together. Merry Christmas! Until the year their daughter Blair left for the holidays. This won't be the same. Then, Luther got a brilliant idea. We skip Christmas. We'll go bask in the Caribbean sun. We skip Christmas? What's up? No Christmas Eve party? Run away from Christmas, huh? A lot of the neighbors are pretty upset. So, for those of you that haven't seen this movie, it has Jamie Lee Curtis in it. And if you know us, you know this household loves us some Jamie Lee Curtis. I would, all I request out of anything in life is to hug Jamie Lee Curtis one time. I feel like it is got to be the most world shattering, in the best way possible, hug you can get. Mm -hmm. She just, she's amazing. We are Jamie Lee Curtis stands in this house. But also, Tim Allen's in it. Yes. And so I feel like their duo actually plays off each other, like, yeah. really well. This movie is hilarious. Yeah. Hence why it's in the ha-ha-ha, happy holidays category. It's super funny. I also really love, like, kind of, like, how it addresses Christmas spirit once your kids are grown. Yeah. it's uh, I, As you are saying that, I was like, damn, I know where she's going. Because I've never thought... Of it like that, but it, it's the only movie I can think of that addresses Christmas time for adults with no kids. Because kids aren't coming home for Christmas. Right. Because like, we've talked about this, how many times we've talked about this, where we're like, I miss Christmas as a kid because it was magical. Mm-hmm. And because we don't have kids in our lives, there's just no magic right. anymore. Like, it's still fun. Like, Christmas is still an event, and I enjoy doing it, but there's less magic involved, and there's no, like, whimsicalness to it. Right. And so I think what this movie really showcases is, like, Christmas loses loses its magic when you don't have kids to celebrate it with. Yeah. Like, when you don't have... When you're used to have... When you, when you have children and they right. grow up and leave. Or even just family. Like, yeah. even if you just don't have family to celebrate Christmas with. Christmas isn't as special, you know? Agreed. You can still get all the gifts, but it's just different when you're not spending time with your family. Yeah. And... It's just like the whole little kid thing. Like having little kids for Christmas. Obviously, we don't have we don't have kids, but like just having little kids for Christmas is the best. 
mm-hmm. because it just makes Christmas feel magic to you again. Seeing it through their eyes is fun. Right. Seeing like how they react to Santa coming and going to bed and nothing's in the house. Then all of a sudden they wake up the next morning and there's presents everywhere. Mm-hmm. And uh, my parents used to uh, um, like leave little trails of candy throughout the house. The stocking is like fun. Like finding my parents used to hide our stocking. We had to find it. That was fun. Mm-hmm. It's just that childish nature that I miss so much as like yeah. growing up. Uh, it's still fun, but like when when you're you like, I want it back. I want that magic back, and I think the best way to do that is to experience it like with a kid. Right. Um. But if you don't have kids and don't want kids, I'm sure you can have just as much fun on Christmas. Yeah. With but your this movie, and yeah, exactly. Or just you know doing your own thing. But this movie is specifically about like parenthood and what happens when your kids aren't even coming home for Christmas. Right. Like it's not that they're just not like they're adults now. They're just not even home. Right. Like, they have moved on. They're, like, empty nesters for real. Things. They're doing their own things, right. making their own traditions. And I feel like you don't see a lot of Christmas movies that tackle that subject. It's always, well, you know, Santa's like sick and stuff. always kids in Christmas movies. Always, yeah. Um, and even though, the, and even, like, in this, there's no kid. Right. She's, like, 25. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that's, I like this movie because it's hilarious, but it also kind of hits on those, like, more meaningful messages. Yeah. So, for my... Second pick. I have already decided what I'm going to take. I am taking a movie from the Christmas adjacent section. Yes. Here are the movies in the Christmas adjacent section. One of these is definitely controversial. It's the Home Alone. We talked about that. That's on the list. We also have Die Hard, Gremlins, The Holiday, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, and The Night Before, which we actually watched the night before this. We watched it last <laughs> <Yes>. night. <laughs> And I haven't laughed that hard at Seth Rogen in a long time. And it was just fun to see him being an absolute goon. But for my pick, I am taking Home Alone. Where are you going? We're going to miss the plane. When the McAllister family left on their Christmas vacation. Did we miss the plane? No, you just made it. They forgot one small thing. Have yourself. I have a terrible feeling. Did you lock up? Yeah. Do we set the timers on the lights? Mm-hmm. What else could we be forgetting? Kevin! Home alone. Let's give a shout out to Macaulay Culkin. He's really... He had a rough patch and he's just come out stronger. He's bounced back. Him and Brenda Song are the cutest little couple now. Did you watch his speech on the... No, Star. I didn't. I did, and it was like his speech like to Brenda song specifically. If you haven't seen it, definitely look that up. You should watch it after this. His speech to like Brenda song is is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like he like he literally credits her for his bounce back. Yeah. Um, which I mean, if you know Macaulay Culkin's history, it pretty much was around that time that he started to clean up and, you know, become a dad and, and a husband. But I'm taking home alone because I avoided watching this movie my entire life until last year. Yeah. You made me watch this, and it was awesome. It is a great movie. It's a fun movie. It's a fun movie. It's basically Saw with lower stakes (laughs) and and way more fun. I just feel like so much about this movie is iconic, from Merry Christmas, You Filthy Animals, to (laughs) The Scream that he has, which is even featured in The Night Before. Mm -hmm. I just think everything about this movie is holiday feeling without actually addressing the holiday because 
although it is Christmas time, and people would probably argue that I'm cheating by taking this movie because it's it takes place at Christmas. It's not about <laughs> Christmas. It's not about Santa coming. It's not about waking up on Christmas morning. It's about protecting himself and his house from being broken into by robbers. You know what I mean? <laughs> Which just I didn't kind. Of, I guess I didn't realize how not Christmassy this movie is until I watched it, and I was like, oh, I get why people love this. It's low stakes. Has nothing to really do with Christmas, and it's just an all-time classic with Macaulay Culkin being an absolute savage. Yeah, I also just love, like, the booby traps are just so fun. They're so fun. Like, when the robbers are making their way through the house, and, like, thing after thing, like, booby trap after booby trap this kid has set. Which, also, genius little boy. Mm -hmm. Terrifying, terrifying little boy. He is scary as shit. Mischievous. Yeah, he grew up to be John Kramer, who is Jigsaw (laughs) from Saw. It's terrifying. But, yeah, it's just... It's definitely, it's a fun movie. Have you seen, like, the other six? No. There's, like, four more plus a TV show. Yeah. I've seen, there's one with, like, a different little boy that I've seen bits and pieces of. That's, like, the newest one, I think. It's out on Disney Plus, right? No. Oh. Um... I think it was like two or three because I think Macaulay Culkin is only in the first. No, one. he's in the second one too. Then he's I think it's the third one. The third one, yeah. I've I obviously haven't seen them because I have just watched the first one last year. Yeah. Uh, but I also just have no dis- like this is a movie that didn't need sequels. No. How many times can you be left home alone? Like in the sequel, they go to <laughs> New York City and he's like in the hotel. Okay, this isn't Home Alone anymore. Just make its own thing. Like, why do we you're have to do this hotel, again? And you are alone because you're in a hotel. And, and there's always in, someone else there. Exactly. And it's New York fucking city. You are not alone. <laughs> it takes place in, like, backwater Missouri. Like, I have no idea where it takes place in the like, first one. But New, like, New York or New Jersey or something. Yeah. Like well, you know, it's less populated, <laughs> at least. So, it's, like, it's not as, like, you can't just walk outside and be like, my parents left me here. And people would be like, oh, shit. You know what like, I mean? Which I guess he could have done if he'd gone to the supermarket, but it is what it is. I, I truly did enjoy this movie. I was kicking myself because I feel like this is just a classic that I missed out on for so long because yeah. I just like have to defy people when they say things are good. But no, it is good. It, it's And it, that's why it's my second pick. Mm-hmm. Okay. So for my third pick, I'm going to go with the ho, ho, ho category. Oh, God. Okay. In this category, we have Santa Claus is Coming to Town, Santa Claus, Fred Claus, Violent Night, The Year Without a Santa Claus, and Claus. Yeah, lots of clauses. (laughs) (laughs) The clause could also go under Netflix, but I was like, I feel like this is a story about Santa that I can just put here. And I'm going to go with... Santa Claus. It was the night before Christmas, and children were dreaming of the presents Santa would bring. Somebody's on the roof. But this Christmas Eve... Hey, you! The unthinkable happened. You killed him! Did not. This, to me, is a Christmas classic. I love these movies. All of them? The first two. Yeah, I agree. I like the first two. The third one isn't that one like they have like the fake Santa. I think it's the Jack Frost. No, that's the sequel. That's the second one. I think. Oh no, it is because I think Jack Frost comes and like does something with the clones, right? I can't remember. All I know is I did not like the third one. Yeah. Because like Jack Frost is in it. It's Martin Short, and it's just I don't know. It's just weird. Yeah, but the the first original Santa Claus is. It's a good movie. It's classic. It's a classic movie. Yeah. All I can think of is Tim Allen and the red, like, 
long johns. I also love that when he puts it on, he starts to gradually turn into Santa yeah. as the movie progresses. And he's like going to the doctor and yeah. be like, I'm gaining all this weight. And, <laughs> and he's his like running on the Oh, yeah. it's just great. It's just, that movie's so much fun. Like, the fact that all of a sudden he's Santa Claus and he gets to bring his kid to the North Pole mm. and just like navigate being Santa for the first time. And what a fresh concept for a Christmas movie and a Santa Claus right. origin story. Because every movie we get, it's basically the same sort of thing. Whereas this is like, what if Santa died and someone just put his coat on? And right. Disney was like, fucking do it. Like, make that a thing. And that's how we get a new Santa. Right. I actually loved that concept. And, like, he just becomes Santa Claus. Like, yeah. he's no longer Tim Allen from down the street. He's Santa Claus now. Yeah. Also has a TV show on Disney+. Plus. Oh, really? And the second season just dropped. And I've never seen it. So if you're a fan of it and you're like, shut up. You're, you know, you don't even know what you're talking about. I have to say, how the fuck do you make this a TV show? <laughs> like, what do you do about, what do you do in that to get you know the 20 episodes they need for two seasons i have no idea like they barely were able to squeak out a third movie that anyone gave a shit about so i don't know maybe i'm just being pessimistic but like it it just sounds bad like just leave the original alone the sequel was okay and then the third one it's like progressively we're just getting worse yeah i also love the idea in this that the elves are just children (laughs) yeah and if you actually go back and watch it um this it's this time of year this always pops up it's like oh did you know um, which at this point everyone should know this, that if you go back and rewatch the original Santa Claus, if you look at all the kids in every scene, most of them are elves. Like in the real world. When oh, really? Tim Allen is like Santa and he's like, you know, trying to figure out how he cannot be Santa, all of the little children around him throughout the movie are elves. You can see it by their ears. Huh. Yeah. So it's like a fun little thing you can do to rewatch this movie and try to point out all the elves mm-hmm. that you see. Also when he goes to the North Pole, I love, like, the the, the vibe. <laughs> That's not the word I'm looking for. The set design. Mm-hmm. That's what Kyle would say. Yeah. I love how it feels. When the Santa's the village. Yeah. 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 Did you, is this, like, a family classic? Like, did your family watch this movie a lot or no? No, you know, my family honestly did not watch a lot of Christmas movies together. We didn't watch a lot of movies together. <laughs> but I would say like our classics that we would always watch together were like the short little like... Yeah. The Charlie Brown Christmas, Charlie Brown Rudolph, Christmas, shit like Rudolph, that. Rudolph, like... The quick ones the, that like for a little child they could actually sit through. The Santa, like all those things were the ones that yeah. my family kind of watched just like whenever they came on TV. Yeah. My mom hates this movie. She doesn't like Santa Tim Allen very much. Uh-huh. So she doesn't like this movie. I remember going to the theater and seeing the third one in theaters, and I was like, damn, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe these movies do suck. <laughs> but no, I, I the first one will always be a classic. Um, I vaguely remember watching it maybe once or twice with my dad, but it wasn't like a staple. We gotta watch this every yeah. Christmas, you know? My mom was always kind of like a Scrooge, because she didn't like buying Christmas presents. <laughs> no. My mom is a procrastinator, and so she'd always put off buying Christmas, Christmas presents, until it was so so stressful that she was just grumpy about Christmas presents. Me too. <laughs> my dad's favorite thing on earth growing up, he would wait till Christmas Eve, which is my mother's birthday, and he would go out on Christmas Eve and do his Christmas yeah. shopping because he loves the stress. No. He thrives in it. And it's like, dude, why would you put yourself through that? My Don't mom, do that. If my brother's listening to this, tell me I'm wrong. 
She would do it every year. And then the last week before Christmas, we'd have to be tiptoeing around her because we'd be like, she's, she's going to be mean. She's going to be mean. She's stressing out. Okay, so for my third pick, I'm going from the Netflix and Claws. I think it's a pretty safe pick for me to take. But I'm going to go with Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special. <laughs> now, I know you haven't seen this. I have not. So let me kind of give you this rundown. Drax and Mantis come to Earth to get Chris Pratt's character, Star-Lord, a Christmas gift. Because he's really sad that he doesn't get to spend Christmas on Earth. <laughs> Which makes no sense because if you're coming to Earth, just bring him with you. Just bring him. And let him do Christmas. But anyway, Drax and Mantis, they're kind of dumb. So, you know, it makes sense. So what do they do? They kidnap Kevin Bacon and bring him to space and give him, as a gift, to Star-Lord. Do they kidnap Kevin Bacon because he likes... Footloose, Footloose? or something like that, yeah. And there's a whole chase where they got... Like, the whole scene where they got to chase down Kevin Bacon and kidnap him. And it's so fucking funny. I have to admit, I'm not like a huge fan of the special. I think it's just okay. Because Drax and Mantis, although I love them so much... And I said, actually, when I was watching Guardians of the Galaxy, that I think that they could have their own spinoff. Um, after watching the Christmas special, yeah, I realized that was wrong. Really? Yeah, they're just not enough. They're too alike, and they're both too naive and too dumb that it just doesn't it doesn't work out. But yeah, it just they their characters are like too alike for it to actually I'm shocked. work. I'm shocked you're saying that because you definitely watched this before you watched the last Guardians of the Galaxy yeah. when you said all this shit. No, I've been saying that since Mantis came in in, in Guardians of the Galaxy 2. That I think that they should have a spinoff because I think they'd be so funny together. But during the special, I realized there's just not enough huh. there. Yeah, I don't see it working. <laughs> so I'm going to go ahead and take that. I think it's a safe bet. I didn't think you'd want it. And it's the only category that you haven't picked from. So I was like, I'm going to snatch that up. On to round four. Yes. I am going to slip right into a cartoon Christmas and this is a hard one for me because my personal favorite is the Polar Express. That's your personal favorite out of all of these Christmas movies? Like are the cartoon Christmas ones that are left? But I also like A Christmas Carol. But I also like Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas. This is blasphemous. And I know the Polar Express is an unpopular opinion. Do people like the Polar Express? I don't think... People are creeped out by the animation. It creeps me out. I hate it. And the Polar Express. So I used to watch the Scooby-Doo VHS to bed when I was younger. And I'd fast forward through the Polar Express trailer that came on because it scares me. <laughs> it still to this day gives me nightmares. I hate it. I also like A Christmas Carol. Also Nightmare Fuel. But I don't think many people like that version mm-hmm. of Christmas Carol. The cartoon it's, it's version. It's too realistic. Like the animation is too spot on and and it's kind of hard to discern if that's like real or not. You know what I mean? So. Might be throwing you for a loop. There's a pretty clear choice here. Mickey's Once Upon a yeah. Christmas. Okay. I actually put that on to go to bed a few nights ago. Did you? Yes. Huh. I didn't know that. On November 9th, be a part of a very special holiday event. Walt Disney presents (laughs) Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas, an all-new full-length movie premiering only on video. Join Mickey Mouse. 
Yeah, Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas. This is a Christmas Christmas classic for me. We have this on VHS. We used to we actually used to watch this a lot. So this is what would bring the family together for yes. like Christmas movies. Hell yeah. Yes. I love this movie. Is this like one of the, the, this is like short stories with Yes. Yeah, it's yeah, there's yeah. like three one of them's like the gift of the magi and all that and then Don't, the Huey Dewey do, and Louie. Yeah, Huey Dewey Huey Dewey and Louie with Donald Duck's nephews. Yeah. Love that story. So much fun. Mm-hmm. They're just, they go out in sled. And it's like a Groundhog's Day. And isn't it like a snow day or something? No, it's Christmas. No, it's Christmas, yeah. And it's, gra- it's like a Groundhog's Day situation where they have to relive the same day over and oh, over and over yeah, again. Because yeah, they yeah. say, I wish it was Christmas every day. Yes. Um, and then, in Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas, don't they do a Christmas Carol? Or yeah, they do. No, they do. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Where Mickey, uh, Mickey is like uh, Scrooge's like hench or little you know worker there that he yeah. like screws over and his kids Tiny Tim and, and yeah. Donald Duck is Scrooge. No, um, it's Donald Duck's uncle. Oh yeah. The fuck is his name? He plays Ebenezer. Yeah. But it's it's Donald Duck's uncle. Yeah. Because I think that would be a little too out of character for Donald Duck. Like I know he's angry, but he's not like a bah humbug yeah. kind of type. Because I like the story of a Christmas Carol, but it's not so creepy when you have mm-hmm. them playing the characters. Yeah, when you have a cartoon mouse and like a duck. Yeah. Makes it a lot easier to swallow. Yeah, I just also love all those like little Mickey shorts that they make movies out of. What do you mean? Like. Like Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas is one, and then I'm pretty sure. There's oh, a, Mickey's like Twice a... Upon a Christmas too. Like you yeah. mean like when they make the, um, the anthology movies and they they like have different vignettes for each one and. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've done that at least twice I could think of. Didn't they do like a Thanksgiving one too, or like I don't no know. a Halloween one? Do you remember the Halloween one? No, but I would love to find out what the fuck that is because you know, I don't know what you're talking about. Because I think we watched it this year. There's a, a witch. No, that's just like, it's like a 10 minute short. That yeah, they did. I like yeah. all those little things. Yeah, I do know what you're talking about with that one. Because this is a classic. My dad had the, um, this is funny. Every Christmas, my dad would bring down, um, so he, he went all out for Christmas. He decorated the entire house and it was like a winter wonderland. But part of that was an action figure set that he had that was everybody from, Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas in their character mm-hmm. and he had the action figure set and he would take it out every Christmas and like put it up huh. and I loved that toy because I like loved the the movie so much scene. yeah it, that was our nativity scene like it legitimately was like, we had the nativity scene but it was like tucked away on a bookshelf where this was front and center everybody saw this when they came in mm-hmm. was was Mickey Mouse's Once Upon a Christmas this and the sequel Twice Upon a Christmas are absolute classics I love these movies. Uh-huh. And like I, I watch them either Christmas Eve with my family or on Christmas because we used to just like put on Christmas movies all Christmas. And this is absolutely one of them. And it was just so much fun. Yeah. It's such a classic. So for my fourth pick, to end the fourth round, I'm going to take a movie that I don't necessarily love, but the people love. <laughs> and that is Elf. <laughs> yes, the people do love Elf. <laughs> So that is under our Christmas classics category, so I can't pick from there again. But I'm happy with my pick. Between that and How the Grinch Stole Christmas, I mean, you can't go wrong. Like, either of those answers are the correct answer. You know yeah. what I mean? I, like I said, every time I watch this movie, I want to pull my eyes out of my head, rip my ears off. I don't like it. That said, this last time we watched it, I was half paying attention. 
and we talked throughout to a lot of it too like you and I were having conversations about the movie and it is just so stupid and childlike that I feel like it connects to that everybody can connect to it and it's just a stupid watch it's silly you don't have to pay too close attention to have a good time and I feel like the more you pay attention to the movie the more holes you can poke through the story. <laughs> so it's easier to just kind of like turn half your brain off and just watch it for what it is. Yeah. Also, Will Ferrell, I mean, I know that I just watched an interview with him actually saying that he was worried Elf would ruin his career. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it did the complete opposite. I think it made people fall in love with him all over again. Yeah. Just an all-time performance from Will Ferrell. Yeah. You know, like The Grinch, when people movie. think of Christmas movies and they think of Elf, they think of Will Ferrell. Like, Will Ferrell right. is the Elf. The Elf is Will Ferrell. Right. So, I mean, he kind of did that same thing. It's just it's just a funny movie. I love Elf too. Would um, you so for you though? It's Doctor Seuss's Halloween Stole Christmas number one. Oh, then yeah. Elf. I don't know if Elf is number two, but it's up there. It's up there. Yeah, okay. It's cool. in my tops that I have to watch every Christmas. Cool. Thank um, God we got it in then. Right. All right. Last two categories here. Yes. What do you need to pick from? What do you have left on the board? Christmas adjacent and Netflix and Claws. All right. So, for my fifth pick, I'm going to pick from Christmas adjacent. And I'm going to go with The Holiday. Iris and Amanda are in exactly the same place. Where do I want to go by myself? Depressed at Christmas. Just 6,000 miles apart. Home exchange. We switch houses, cars, everything. Bingo. I need you to answer this. Are there any men in your town? Perfect. I for sure thought you were going to say Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. I put it in here as like a trick to try to get you to pick it. Yeah. I am shocked right now. Of all the movies you've picked, this is the most shocking. This is the most shocking? Yeah, it's not that good of a movie. And I didn't, I've heard I you... I love this movie. Really? Yeah, I've heard you talk about it like one time, no. and it was when we watched it like in Denver. A year I ago. love this movie. You have Jack Black, you have Kate Winslet, you have Cameron Diaz. What more could you want? A good movie. It's a good movie. <laughs> and you know what? My favorite part. So I love the parts shot in Kate Winslet's cottage. Love it. It's an aesthetic, and I love it. Yes. Yes. The parts shot over there. Chef's kiss. There's something that's just like, that's what Christmas should be. Like when I yeah. see it, I'm like, oh, the cozy, warm cottage, the snow dusting, the cute little lawn out front. She's got a nice, cute little gate. You got to go stoke your fire. Yeah. It's just, it's more of a whimsical Christmas, I feel like, than, you know, Los Angeles. Right. Wear your woolly socks. Yeah. Um. I actually saw like a meme or like I don't. It wasn't a meme. It was just like a picture the other day. It was a picture of the cottage, and she goes, "Every girl dreams of Kate Winslet's cottage in the <laughs> holiday," and it's true. Like it's just like the bathtub and just like how cozy, comfy it is. And then you have the hot guy knocking on your door. No, just kidding. <laughs> 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 it's just like. The ideal, like the t- even the town, like it's just like the cutest, most ideal, quaint little place that everyone should spend at least one Christmas in their lives to just slow down and take a nice, relaxing, easy Christmas. Mm. Okay, 
See, I keep forgetting, like, I know it's called The Holiday, but I forgot, honestly, this took place around Christmas. Yeah, so the premise... Because it doesn't feel like a Christmas movie. The premise of the movie is that neither one of them have anyone to spend Christmas with, so they just go someplace else. Right, they just swap their houses. They just want to both, they want to go on vacation and just have some R&R for Christmas because they have no one to spend it with. Yeah. And so, they do a house swap. And actually, it's kind of dark because Kate Winslet's character almost, like attempts suicide like right before she decides that. to do the house swap she turns the gas on on the stove and stands right over it and starts like inhaling the gas from the stove i must have blocked that from my memory because wow like this because is that's she's so awful. depressed because the man she's in love with gets engaged jesus but so then she decides you know what i'm not gonna kill myself i'm gonna go on vacation nothing like christmas to cheer you up i guess <laughs> golly <laughs> And she gets to get. She also gets a pretty good deal too because Kate. Um, because Cameron, Cameron Diaz's, Diaz's house is sweet. It's gorgeous. Yeah. It's sweet. Yeah, it's and a good she, deal for her. But like the scenes in L.A. are so. Yeah, like, they're they're not Christmassy. Yeah, it's too it's too warm and yeah. just barren. I'm like, I'm good on that. Just like you should have just filmed the whole movie at the cottage. I'd have been fine with that. Um, the one weird part about this movie is that Jack Black. Kind of plays a different character than what you normally see yes, in black as. Absolutely. He's trying to be like suave and just like. He's kind of smarmy. Charismatic. He still has his little bit of like humor in there, but not Jack Black humor. Agreed. So it's just a weird role to see him in. Like he's literally trying, like he's dating this hot chick and he's just. Yeah. It's just weird. It doesn't work for me, honestly. I honestly, I enjoyed the part of the movie, the storyline about Cameron Diaz in England. Yeah. I think that's where she is. Sure. Um, Why not? Kind of having a thingy thing with Kate Winslet's brother. Yeah, that I one forgot is a that's better what he's like her brother, yeah. And then he's, his wife is dead and so it's kind of, she has, he has the two kids. Anyway... I just like that movie. I think the half where they're in England is super cute, cozy. I really That's only it. remember that part of the movie, and then everything else is like, yeah, I don't give a fuck about this. <laughs> so the last two categories I have left are ho 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 and ha ha happy holidays. <laughs> so uh, I'm gonna go ahead and take from the ho 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 section, and I'm gonna go ahead and grab a Vince Vaughn classic, Fred Claus. <laughs> Every Christmas, families get together to rekindle their love for each other. Even Santa Claus and his brother Fred. Stop trying to have mom call me because I don't want to talk to mom. I've never done anything like that. Have you ever said, oh, mom's here. Jump on and say hi. She's standing right here. Have you ever done that? Not to my knowledge. Right. And well, I you have. Like, no. Yes, you have. <laughs> and then for your final pick... You pick four Christmas. No, just another Vince Vaughn movie. So, uh, I am going to. Spoiler alert. I know you are. <laughs> I saved it for last. Um, just go ahead. There's something, about, there's something about Vince Vaughn. I mean, he is... I love the way he acts. It is almost yeah. all improvised. He thinks he's the smartest man in the room whenever he's talking. And he always gets his comeuppance. Which is always something fun to see. Uh, but then you also throw in the mix Paul Giamatti. And I'm, I'm, Paul Giamatti is one of my favorite actors, I've realized, because I've been watching a lot of his movies, just like, by coincidence, I'm not actually seeking them out, I just keep watching them, and he is 
immaculate. He gets into he gets into character for every role he is given, and he plays Santa in this. It's also just a unique and fun take on Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. It's about his brother. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. who thinks of that? So I feel like it's just a refreshing kind of like the Santa Claus with Tim <laughs> Allen. It's just a refreshing concept that makes you care about a Christmas movie. And how they pick the name Santa and Fred. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it is a little confusing too because like he's like 400 years old or something like that. <laughs> so I think it is a little confusing and I have not watched it this year actually. No. Which is kind of a bummer because we're rounding the corner to Christmas and we just don't have a lot of time. So I should probably watch that soon. But... Pair that with my last pick, which, spoiler alert, it's going to be four goddamn Christmases because <laughs> it's the best Christmas movie ever made. Um, and I feel like I got a steal there. And you have yourself a Vince Vaughn Christmas. And to me, there are way worse ways you could spend Christmas <laughs> than watching Vince Vaughn get the shit beat out of him by elves and little children. Yeah. Okay. My final pick. This is it. This is rounding us out. Okay. What is the category? Netflix and Claws. Oh, uh, yeah. And I'm going to pick... The weakest category of them all. Yes, it is. I'm going to pick... The Holidate. What? With Emma Roberts? Yeah. Whoa! I would have... I did not think you'd pick that. I for sure thought you'd pick Love Hard, the Nina Dobrev one. I do love Nina Dobrev. I'm shocked. I can't wait to hear why you picked this. I picked this because I love the concept... Because the holidays are a hard time for single people. You're going to parties. You're seeing all these couples. Your family's asking you about, hey, see anyone? Like, especially where's so and so? Why didn't you bring so and so? Maybe they're asking you about the boy that you broke up with a week, like a month ago, and you're still kind of heartbroken over it. And it's just a rough time for that. And so I love the concept of this of being like, hey. You're just my permanent date to all of these family things so that people will stop asking me about it. Mm-hmm. And what a time to make that, too, because now in society, this is the perfect time to make that movie. Right. Because people are, like, people are rude when it yeah. comes to that. Like, it's none of your fucking business. Like, asking, like, hey, maybe if you dressed a little nicer than you, you smiled your boyfriend. More. Maybe if you smiled more. That's such a thing. It is such a thing, and it's fucking, it's gross, it's smarmy, it's douchey. Yeah. And that whole generation loves saying that. Yeah. And so if you get a man that will just be your date to all these things, and you can be his date to all those things, and have no ties, no commitment, you can just show up and be like, this is who I'm dating. And so literally no one can ask you while you're there. Gets you through the season. It kind of gets you, I was going to say, it gets you through the season, and it gets you through those awkward moments where it's like... Well, your you know cousin so and so has been with Greg for three years, and he brings you know right. she she brings him around all the time. Like when her kids coming and blah 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 blah, and it's like none of this is your business. Right. And some of it I don't think is done. I don't think these people are asking to be douchey. But as we've progressed as a society, you just don't need to ask that. Right. You know, hey, if Greg isn't here, and it's Christmas, there's probably a good reason. And it doesn't concern you, Grandma. So leave me the fuck alone. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, th- I and I also like the concept of like no strings attached, just friends who basically help each other out in a pinch, so they don't have to deal with those annoying questions. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And this movie is also fun because it's not just about Christmas. Like it's, it's literally all the it holidays. goes through all the holidays in the year. Yeah, absolutely. Christmas just happens to be like the last one they end on. Yeah. I think. I also just love Emma Roberts. Right, exactly. I don't think she's a great or even good actress, 
Really? But she has, yeah, I, I don't know what it is about her. I feel like she's, huh. I feel like every movie I've seen her in and TV show, she feels like she's reading. Like everything she says, it's like, besides maybe like American Horror Story Coven, I feel like every line she delivers, they forgot to tell her they were making a movie and or that they were like actually filming and that she's just reading her fucking lines. Like there's nothing behind the performances. But whenever I see her in something or her name in something, I'm like, I'm going to watch that I wonder because if I like agree her. with you on that. If what? If anyone would agree with that statement. I feel like a bigger chunk than you think probably would. But I'm mean, I'm definitely not in the majority of people for sure. I mean, she keeps getting cast. Her movies do well, clearly. Yeah. I think she's good in Scream, what is it, 4 or 5? I think it's Scream 5. But again, like, it's just barely fringe good. And I think it's because I actually just like her. Yeah. Like, as, like, a person. I think Emma Roberts is a cool person. And I don't know her. Her and I are not on a first-name basis. I don't call her up and go, hey, Em. But I do think there's an approachability there that you... She just seems like a girl... Who, if you walked up to her, she would probably have a conversation with you and it wouldn't be awkward, you know? And so I think for that, I would I don't mind seeing her get cast in things. Yeah. So good pick. I'm shocked. I'm floored, even one might say. <laughs> so um, that's your final pick. Yes. We all know my final pick is Four Christmases. Yeah, we kind of We had a whole episode that. on it, so we don't need to talk about it. You can go back and listen to it <laughs> uh, and figure out why it's the greatest Christmas movie of all time. Mm-hmm. I don't have to defend it here. I don't have to defend it at all. You have to defend it about why it's what so bad. What was our first Christmas movie we watched this year? Rudolph. Rudolph. Yeah. So I think all of them were in these categories that we talked about, but Rudolph was the only one that didn't get picked. Yeah. <clears throat> Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> So, real quick, let's run down and read the people what we picked. So, you go ahead and go first since you pick All first. Right. Tell me what you pick. I have The Grinch, who stole Christmas. No. <laughs> how the Grinch Stole Christmas. Dr. Seuss is How the Grinch Dr. Stole Christmas. Dr. Seuss is How the Grinch Stole Christmas. <laughs> to be specific. The 2000s version. 2000. Okay. And then, I have Santa Claus. Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas, The Holiday, Christmas with the Cranks, and Holiday. It's a good list. Is but it? mine's better. <laughs> I have Elf, Fred Claus, A Charlie Brown Christmas, Home Alone, Four Christmases, and Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special. Some questions I have for you. Of all of the movies that we have written down, you can't pick, like, The Grinch. You can't pick Elf. Out of all these movies, which one do you recommend the people watch that maybe they haven't watched or that they just maybe gets overlooked? So this is funny because it wasn't even one of my picks, but we just watched it last night. Yes, I, yeah. And I had never even heard of it before. It's called The Night Before. And it's hilarious. It's nonstop funny. It's Seth Rogen Seth just Rogen at his finest. Is literally, I was dying. Yes, I was cackling at this man. In this he's movie. so funny, and it's it is a little long, and I don't think the other stories are nearly as interesting, like Anthony Mackie's or Joseph Gordon-Levitt's. Right. But when Seth Rogen is on screen, he makes up for it. He like it's like you're just doubled over the whole fucking time. <laughs> he is the star of this movie. He is so good. Yeah. And I had never actually seen it before either, so that was my first time watching it. Mm-hmm. And I did look at you, and I was like, I wish this movie would end, and there's still 27 <laughs> minutes. But as long as they keep showing me Seth Rogen, I'm right. cool with it. I don't think it's one I'll revisit every Christmas, <laughs> no. but it'll be one that when I do catch it, 
I'll be like, maybe I should watch that again. And I'll laugh my ass off every time Seth's on the screen. For me, I would definitely say it's Violent Night. And I know that that sounds violent. It's not as violent as it sounds. It is an action comedy movie with David Harbour, who plays uh, Hopper in Stranger Things. And he plays Santa, who basically has to help this family... They're being held hostage, and they're like this. Uh, these gang members are like, uh, they're like, can't remember if they're like gangsters or something. Uh, but they come to the house, and they're very rich, and they're trying to steal all the money that's in the house, right? Santa shows up, and he's like, "Well, fuck, I gotta protect these people." We get to learn a lot about Santa's background here, and it is fucked up. He is a former Viking. He killed thousands and thousands of people with a Mjolnir-style hammer. And he vowed never to hurt anyone again, and that's how he became Santa. And so he has to turn back the clock and kill some motherfuckers. It's yeah. fantastic. It's so funny. It's brutal at times. But David Harbour is amazing. So that would be the one I would recommend out of all these movies. And what's funny is both movies we recommended, neither of us picked. <laughs> because I feel like the movies we picked, a lot of people have seen. So and they're just better. So be like a recommend to watch this. Yeah, I agree. You know? Yeah, I'm not going to recommend any of these ones because all of my picks, I feel like everyone has seen outside yeah. of maybe Four Christmases. And if you haven't seen that, what the fuck are you doing? Go watch it. And the Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special. And the Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special. Niche. Yeah. Pretty niche. It's also a short. It's like 45 minutes long. You know what I mean? It's like one of those quick in and out ones. Yeah. Of the movies that I picked, are there any that you would wish that you wish were on your list? Home Alone. Home Alone. Yeah. That's a good one. That is a steal for me. Yeah. Putting it in Christmas adjacent is a little, is cheating a little bit because it's considered a Christmas classic. Yeah. But to, in my head, the way I reasoned it was, hey man, the Christmas is barely a part of this movie. It's just a wait. You could have put this in the summer and had it been a family vacation yeah. and it still works. Christmas is not an in- integral part of the movie. You know what I mean? It's just the fact that it works out that way. What would you want for Miles? Christmas with the Cranks. Christmas with the Cranks, absolutely. That's one of my favorite Christmas movies. I had a hard time watching it after like the 400th time my mom put it on because she <laughs> loves this movie. Uh, and so every Christmas it was just on nonstop. But as I've grown up, I've loved it more and more and more and more. And I feel like that is just... I don't think it gets enough love. I feel like yeah. everyone needs to watch this movie and no one talks about it. Yeah. So I would actually put that up there too as one that I think everyone should watch that probably hasn't. Because in my head, I feel like everyone's seen this movie. But I doubt every... I doubt as many people have seen that as even like Four Christmases or Fred Claus. Like right. I bet those are probably more watched. And that's not fair because Jamie Lee Curtis is in it and we should give her all the money. So you should definitely watch it. Do you think you'll win? I'm not as confident about my list this time. I'm very confident about my list. I'm very confident. That's unfortunate. What I think it is, is when you pick first, I feel like there's more pressure. And you don't really know what the other person's going to (laughs) like, where they're going to go. So I feel like picking second, you're always like reacting and i think it's better to react in the draft than to be the one you know making the decisions uh-huh. because i can see what you're saying like what you're gonna pick and then i'll go well, i'll go to this category and take that movie yeah i feel like going second is kind of like a cheat code huh yeah so i'm okay with going second i'm glad you talked me into it because there's a whole part of this podcast i cut out where she convinced me she should get to pick first <laughs> <laughs> and uh she won so she got to pick first and that's how we rationalized it so we're gonna post these online at some point 
prior to this episode uh, so we can get you guys' you guys's opinions and get you guys to vote. And then we'll talk about who won in our next episode. Uh, so be on the lookout for that. I mean, I'm already I'm saying this and you guys have already voted, so I'm going to shut the fuck up. But we will tell you guys who ended up winning in our next episode. So with that said, uh, here's my normal spiel. Uh, follow me on TikTok. My links are down below. Follow me on Instagram, on Letterboxd. Um, if you want to email us, you can email us at kkdatenight at gmail.com. With that said, please, please, please rate us wherever you listen. It means the world to us when we appreciate that to everybody who has done it. And if you do do it, um, thank you. You have my undying gratitude. So share us, like us, uh, interact with us. We love that. And with that said, go ahead and watch your final Christmas movies of the year.